Welcome to Green Energy Futures. I'm David Dodge. If I were to ask you how much your house really cost, you'd probably tell me the sticker price. But there's another big expense that's tied to where you live, your hidden transportation costs. And the less location efficient your house, the more you end up paying. Kurt Borth explains. So basically it's the efficiency of where you live, the amount of energy, time, greenhouse gas emissions you spend getting from where you live to where you work and your frequent trips. Borth is a PhD candidate at the University of Alberta. He's done extensive research on this issue and the costs add up fast when you don't live in a location efficient home. So the biggest cost would be having that second vehicle and using it. So say a two-car couple living in the suburbs, they'd probably add around twelve, ten to $15,000 a year just with that extra car and using it every day. So you could add that up over a 10-year period, you're saving around you know $100,000, so you could put that towards your house in a more location-efficient place. When you start adding up the cost of transportation, the more expensive house closer to work and other amenities becomes worth the extra money. And in studying this issue, Borth has also come across a lot of research on negative health consequences from living in a non-location efficient home. So there's increased diabetes rates, increased obesity, heart disease. Um, There's even some studies out of Sweden that say that divorce rates are higher in these neighborhoods. So there's not just the energy use is higher, but you've got health and you've got the increased costs to the city of developing these new neighborhoods. Cities are starting to realize that building the same old, same old location in efficient neighborhoods can be a financial money loser. Here's Edmonton City Councillor Scott McKean. We recently approved an area structure plan, which is the big high-level document for a new suburb in the southeast of Edmonton. And it was tens of millions of dollars we will lose on that over the course of the first 50 years of its existence, I think, because the taxes generated from that new subdivision, once it's built out, will not pay the costs of building all the infrastructure and extending all the services into that new suburb and maintaining all of it. So it's not worth it, in a way, to a city to do it. So while cities are trying to encourage more infill development in mature neighbourhoods, they're also setting standards for more compact, more walkable new neighbourhoods. If we're going to build this new neighbourhood and it's way out there, let's design it so the people that move there can walk to a grocery store, can walk to a transit stop, can walk to a theatre, and they don't have to leave their community necessarily to have those urban experiences. When you live close to where you work, play and shop, you'll save the most precious commodity of all, time. In some ways it's not urban or suburban, it's location efficiency. And I actually really like that term because it'll make people go, well, what do you mean by location efficiency? And really what part of it is living close to where you work so you don't have to do a long commute. And having a, a neighborhood designed so you don't have to have two cars because Dad's taking the kids to soccer and mom wants to go to her Pilates class. Well, hopefully she could walk to her Pilates class. For more on this subject, check out our blog at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge.